This is Terminal Talk, the audio journal for the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad. Welcome, and thank you for listening. My name is Tom Conroy, and I will be discussing the experience of building an HO Model Railroad, as well as other model railroad and railroad-related topics. This is episode number seven. Today on the podcast, I will be discussing the future of the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad, the future of the Terminal Talk podcast, and I'm going to give a report from the Great Train Expo in St. Charles, Missouri. The first item I want to discuss is the future of the OT Model Railroad layout. I've decided it's time to make some changes. The name and location of my model railroad will remain the same. I like the area of Missouri I model. I like the connections I have with the Rock Island, the Frisco, and the Missouri Pacific Railroad. And I'm just not ready to start over with a new location and a new railroad. I like the freelance approach instead of modeling a specific prototype. I've also decided to stick with HO scale. I mentioned switching over to ON30 on my blog, but things have changed since that last blog post. My wife's interest in ON30 has waned, and so has mine. Nothing wrong with O scale or ON30, but the truth is I really like HO scale. The current version of the OT Model Railroad will remain for now. I'm not ready to rip it up and start over. I also like the idea of having a model railroad that can be operated if I choose to build something else. This desire for change has given me a few ideas. Expansion of the layout is a real possibility. Here are a few options I've been kicking around. One is to expand the staging area. The staging yard could be lengthened. Or two, I could extend the run up to the town of Oak Hill, which is currently a staging area. The third option is to disconnect the four sections and make them part of an around-the-walls layout. Downsizing is also another avenue I could pursue. Small and micro layouts are very interesting. I could design and build several small vignettes. These small sections could be operated independently or even connected together. Let's take a closer look at one option. That option is expanding the layout. The current setup is a 4 foot by 6 foot main section with a 1 foot by 4 foot extension. This extension serves as a staging yard. One possibility would be to extend the branch line. The Stevenson branch is uh, really the staging yard and it doubles as an interchange yard for Cuba, Missouri. The new plan would be to keep the staging yard tracks to represent the interchange yard at Cuba, Missouri and add a track which runs along the perimeter of the layout room. This could be a narrow shelf mounted to the walls. It would only have to be about four to six inches wide. This shelf track would lead to a new set of layout sections, which would be the town of Oak Hill. I have enough room space to build two to three new sections, 18 inches wide and up to 12 feet in length. The original four foot by six foot layout was meant to be shown at train shows. With this expansion option, I can still use the original layout for that purpose, but the new sections representing Oak Hill and the shelf track would be semi-permanent. I can dismantle and move them if needed, but they would not be part of the train show layout. This option is very appealing to me due to the extra distance a local train would have to travel to get to the new section. I envision the OTRR 70-ton switcher trundling along up the Stevenson branch to the town of Oak Hill. The Oak Hill layout section would be a highly detailed scene with craftsman structures and lots of detail parts, vehicles, and figures. It could even be a standalone layout. If I go with this option, I will be sure to post the details on the OT Model Railroad blog page.
This podcast is hosted for free by podbean.com. The next item of discussion is the future of the podcast. I enjoy making this podcast, and I want to thank everyone who has subscribed to it. I recently added the Terminal Talk podcast to iTunes, and it looks like several people have downloaded it. The host site for the podcast is podbean.com, and they host this show for free. The free services fits my needs at this time, but it does not contain many tracking features uh, to let me know how many people are actually following and how many people are actually downloading the podcast. I don't know how many people are subscribing to the podcast, but I do know my bandwidth usage has increased since posting the podcast to iTunes. The format of the podcast will remain the same for now. Each episode will discuss a main topic, followed by layout news and show links. Content of the podcast will continue to be focused mainly on model railroading, but I do have plans to post topics that are not necessarily related to model railroading, such as rail fanning, rail photography, railroad art, and anything else that is railroad related. I originally had given some thought to conducting interviews of other model railroaders, but I've decided against it. One reason is the number of podcasts that already feature interviews. I listened to four other model railroad podcasts, and each one has already interviewed most of the big names in the hobby. There's really no need to add another podcast with those type of interviews. If I ever add interviews of model railroaders, it will be those modelers who have not previously appeared on other podcasts. I will also continue to use this podcast as an audio journal for the OT Model Railroad. There are several other Model Railroad podcasts who regularly provide two to three hours of content with each episode. I have no plans to do that for this podcast. The length of this show will continue to be around 15 minutes long. You may find episodes as short as 10 minutes or as long as 30 minutes, but that will be the exception, not the norm. I also want to let listeners know I am open to suggestions. If there's a particular topic you would like to hear about, please let me know. You can post a comment on the Terminal Talk main page under one of the previous episodes, or you can send me an email with your suggestions. If you choose to send an email, send it to me at otmodellrr at gmail.com. I attended the Great Train Expo in St. Charles, Missouri on January 29th. I was once again disappointed with the St. Louis area's edition of the Great Train Expo. The crowd was very large. There were lots of families and kids in attendance. I really don't mind kids attending. After all, how will the hobby grow if kids don't get involved and take an interest in the hobby at an early age? I was disappointed with the selection of products at this show. I have noticed this has been happening over the last few years. I do not see a lot of new products or manufacturers represented at these shows. I also see a lot of the same old stuff that's been on the hobby shop shelves for several years. I've also noticed that show dealer prices are not as low as they used to be. I understand the bad economy may play a factor in this, but the prices were not much better than at the local hobby store. I actually visited a couple of hobby shops after the show and picked up more items from them than from any of the dealers at the Great Train Expo. This will probably be my last Great Train Expo. It's just not worth the gas money to get there or the $7 admission price to get into the show. I really wish the St. Louis area could have a show like the Amherst Railway Society Railroad Hobby Show, which is held in Springfield, Massachusetts every year.
Time now for project updates. Once again, I have nothing to report for this month. That should change by the next podcast as the mood to work on the layout is starting to grow again. I still need to finish applying corrugated metal siding to the grain elevator, and I also need to get started again on the Reagan feed mill kit. The urge to do something different with the layout may lead to something new by late February or early March, so stay tuned. Time now for Information Station. Internet links for items discussed on this podcast can be found on the Terminal Talk main page at terminaltalk.podbean.com. I want to share with you some links related to this episode's podcast. I talked about small and micro layouts. I find those very interesting. And I have a few sites that I'd like you to visit that have more information about small and micro layouts. The first site is Carl Arndt's micro slash small layouts webpage. And you can find that at www.carendt.com. The second website is a blog page by Ian Holmes called Small Model Railway Layouts. And you can find that at smallmodelrailwaylayouts.blogspot.com. Here are some Model Railroad podcasts I enjoy listening to. The Model Railcast show can be found at www.modelrailcast.com. The Scotty Mason show can be found at www.themodelrailroadpodcast.com. The KitCast, a podcast on structure kits, can be found at thekitcast.com. And the last show is a recent one that I discovered called The Model Railway Show. And you can find that at www.themodelrailwayshow.com. Don't forget, you can also find all of these podcasts on iTunes. Be sure to check the Terminal Talk podcast main page for this episode's show links. This is a short episode this month, but I wanted to make sure to get a show out before the end of January. This concludes this episode of the podcast. Be sure to check back next time when I will be discussing more of what's going on with the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad. Thanks for listening. Royalty-free music for Terminal Talk has been provided by Kevin McLeod at www.incompetech.com.